What's up, everybody? This is Daddy Goods, and I have a special guest today, Miss Pogzilla. How are you over there? I'm good. Feeling fresh because I got my fresh Manny Petty today. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the fresh Manny and Petty. Do you enjoy getting fresh Manny and Petties? Is it relaxing? Yeah, it's always a good day when you have those days. You just feel like a new person. <laughs> How do you feel about getting like a massage at the Petty from a complete stranger? Oh, I love massages. Um... In fact, it's not something that I really talk about openly, but um, in my daily life, I am a massage therapist. <laughs> Is that right? And I'm kind of like becoming more comfortable like saying that. I just, uh, I feel like the foot fetish community is a lot, um, I guess, more polite <laughs> as a community. So I feel like more comfortable saying that. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. Was there like a, a community before the foot fetish community that made uh-huh. you like kind of like yeah, shy? I did, I did more of like online, just regular modeling, um, you know, just like sexy stuff um, before I got into foot fetish so. and giant test. Giant test is actually like how I got into foot fetish more. So. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, I like the whole giant test stuff. I'm honestly like newer to the whole giant test world because it was like all FFC as far as like, you know, my introduction to the whole kink world and fetish world. Mm-hmm. Now I'm starting to see how big giant testing, like no pun intended, you know, like it's like it's really big actually. And I'm surprised. Yeah, it's it's really big and I was surprised too. I had no idea about it before I came across it. Um, but it's actually in a lot of popular movies, you know, a lot of stuff that you probably grew up on, Alice in Wonderland, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, you know, so. That's really interesting because I didn't even think about that before, but you're absolutely right. It is in like most of the mainstream movies and flicks and you just don't really think about it or, or notice it until you're told that. That's so true because in Alice in Wonderland, there is like some some shrinking going on. She's going down into the hole and then these giants. She grows at one point. What other movies have giants in it? Uh, I guess James and the Giant Peach, right? Or, yeah, was that one. That one um, well, Jack and the Beanstalk is a popular one. Um, right. And then I've heard on my friend Jack the Speck, he has a podcast. And uh, someone on there was talking about Totally Spies with like how they – um, got into the fetish so there's lots of movies with it um it's in anime like a lot of comics true, it, true. So. you know what's crazy is that they say that in the antarctic lands that there's giants that were like frozen over and buried deep down into the Ant- antarctic lands and that's one of the reasons why they don't let people explore antarctica have you ever heard of that um, I feel like I have probably heard that theory before, um, and it's funny because I was watching the podcast you did with Cleo right before this, and y'all touched on that, <laughs> why people can't go to Antarctica. Did we talk about that? I talk about Antarctica so much that like I, I forget. I truly do forget sometimes Like when I talk about certain topics. I'll bring it up over and over, though, because, you know, why not, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, and it's kind of wild, so. Totally. And then also, so... I'm here in Las Vegas. Most people have heard me say that before. I talk about it a lot. I guess I'm proud of being here in Las Vegas. I'm not from here, but live here. And Grand Canyon is not too far away. And there's actually said to be like giant 
like fossils, like basically like in the ground over there. And so it makes you wonder, like, what is it that we don't really know about? Like our giants, like, you know, is it like actually like a real thing? Like I, I like I know the whole giant test thing and everything. I know that's real, but you know, like it's more of like a a, a kink and a fetish rather yeah. than it's like fantasy world. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting to me that there likely is actual giants, and then not to mention the tall whites. I don't know if you've ever heard of the tall whites. Have you ever heard of the tall whites? All right, so I don't know why I feel like giving you a, a, a quick and brief little little history lesson of Nevada, but <laughs> um, so there was this, I want to say a military dude, and I can't think of his name right off the bat. Somebody right now listening is probably going to want to like scream out the name, and if you are that person, leave it in the comments. I want to say it started with a J like James or something like that. But anyways, he was a military dude and he has, he was said to have gone into the desert in Nevada and come across what he said and described as tall whites. And apparently there were aliens and they were very, very tall. And it was around the area of area 51 and the military bases over there. And that's, you know, kind of why one of the reasons why they don't like talk about or say what's at Area 51 is yeah. because, you know, potentially the tall whites were over there. And it's, I mean, it's believable to me because I think that a lot of us, we don't really know what's truly out there. Yeah, it's true. I know. There's Have a lot ever... of stuff that we're unaware of and that's hidden from us. Yeah, yeah, totally. So so not only was I unaware of how big the giantess community is in uh, you know, Alice in Wonderland and all of these films, mainstream films, you know, putting giantess um things inside of the films. Um, you know, there's just so many things that a lot of us don't know about. Now, so you say you started off with modeling and everything. Mm-hmm. And what was like the triggering moment that made you say, you know what, I wanna like dive into the the kink and fetish world a little bit more um well i was always open to it i've always kind of dabbled in it um you know as long as i've been modeling i had my original page my name was thick hippie um, okay, okay. So i got the ass so <laughs> um so yeah but that page got really big but i was on a live one day and um there's a shout out page called house of the giantess and he came okay. on that live, and um, he was just his friends with uh, that other model who I was doing the live with. And mm-hmm. he, like, you know, saw me and everything, and he hit me up, and he was like, you know, we'd love to have you on the page, blah, blah, blah. And I looked at the page, and I was like, what is this? I never had seen it before. And it was all, like, pictures from the, um, like, tiny point of view, they call it, where, like, you're about to crush the tiny with your foot. Um mm-hmm. And I was, like, just really intrigued by it. I was like, this looks really cool. Like, what is that? Um, and so I kind of researched it more and just, like, found out more about it. And I was like, wow, I kind of like that. So um, I just one day was like, let me try making the content. And I did. And I posted it to my page first. And, like, a lot of my fans, like, it became some of my most liked posts. Like, what I would put up was giantess content. And I had no idea, like, I had so many fans that liked that. Um, And so I just, like, continued, like, kind of dabbling in it here and there. Like, when I would make content, I would do some of it and, like, put it up. 
and um, like became better friends with um, that guy who ran the shout out page and just like learned more about it. But then I lost that original page at 16K and I was just like, so annoyed by that. Right. <laughs> but I had started my Pogzilla page like as just like a side project to like put all of my giant test stuff in one spot. And so I already had that page that I had started. And so when I lost my original page, I was like, well, this content is like really fun for me. Like, and it's creative. Like, it kind of gives me a fire that like, you know, I was kind of getting burnt out, like doing the same stuff. Um, and so when I found Giant Tess, it was just like, this is so cool. Like, I was just mesmerized by it and like, just you know, got such a creative energy from it, and um, so when I lost that page, I was like, well, let me, I'm going to just focus on this for a while, and it just kind of blew up after that, like, um, it kind of took off, and I was starting to grow really quickly, um, right. and that's kind of like around the time when I started connecting with Cleo, um, and she's like actually the only collaboration that I've done so far. I'm open to doing more, and I I am I have some planned actually um, coming up. But you know, when I found her, it just kind of like I don't know, everything kind of took off, and I was like, this is the path that I need to go. You know, so yeah, yeah, totally. Like, what about meeting up with Cleo? Like, made you realize that you love to network? Was it just the energy that you and Cleo had yeah, uh, working honestly, together in general, the chemistry? Yeah, like, it, it was kind of crazy, because I didn't know what to expect, um, you know, I had been wanting to expand and collab with people for a while, but, um, and it kind of just was, like, happenstance that she was coming to Miami, I didn't even know she was coming, I just saw she posted about it, and I was like, hey, like, I'm kind of close to there, you know, like, if you want to meet up or whatever, and she was down for it. And it all kind of happened, like, you know, maybe, like, a week before she was coming. So it was, like, really right. fast. And um, when we met up, like, we met at a bar. Um, and I had said this in my story the other day because somebody asked me what was my favorite part about meeting her. Um, mm -hmm. But we met at this bar called Oasis in Miami. And it's in, like, the art district. And it's so cool. Like, it feels like an oasis. Like, you're out it's like in a courtyard kind of thing and it has like all these trees and really cool lights and it's just like such a vibe and um but like when we met we literally did not stop talking for like four hours like we just <laughs> met and we were clicking like we have so much in common it's like ridiculous and i even like on um, her podcast that i was watching with you i learned that um another thing we had in common we both grew up playing soccer and basketball and I sucked at basketball also <laughs> and I played goalie and fullback in soccer too and it was like my thing like I love soccer more so it's just, like we have so much in common it's my right so, <laughs> um, that's the yeah. best part about meeting people is like when you have the type of chemistry that you just can't really explain but it yeah, feels like you've known each other forever yeah, like, if, yeah, it feels like I've known her forever, and, like, she's, like, my soul sister, and, like, we've become really close, like, after that, like, we talk time, and she always is checking up on me, and she's, like, a really good friend, so I'm just, like, so happy that I met her, um, you know, it just was, like, meant to be, so it's really cool. Yeah, no, it's great to meet great friends and, like, kind of, like, know when somebody's being really genuine around you, and, um, it's just easy to discover, especially if you're like on a certain vibration, like with your energy and your frequency exactly. in general. You can, you yeah, can like totally true. tell when somebody's 
like the real deal and not like some fake person that's just gonna like try to fuck you over at some point yeah and that's how she is like you can just feel like the warmth from, from her and like how genuine she is and and like i'm the same way and like me and her both are like very spiritual like you said and into energy and stuff like that so we definitely just clicked so well and um it just i kind of got a taste for you know how it can be if you're a full-time content creator and everything um from meeting up with her because she at the time she was just transitioning to make it like her full-time thing and starting to travel more and everything like that um and i did my first professional shoot when i was with her too and like we had a day that it was like we just made content for like six hours and i was like this is so but it's so fun though like it doesn't feel like work so i was like i really want to you know pursue this more and try to do more collabs and all that stuff so Totally. I mean, I I totally I'm with you on that because that's what I want to do with this podcast. I just want to keep on growing it and growing it because it's fun. This is what I like to do. Now, I also do things, um, you know, in another professional world as well, um, which for me would be trucking. Um, I talk about that every now and then, but I'm into the whole trucking world. But I don't work during the winter, so (laughs) I'm not trying to be in the snow and everything like that. So, you know, like you know, as of now, you know, I'm just strictly podcasting. And I think to myself all the time, like, man, I would love to make this what I do all the time because it's fun to me. And it's interesting meeting people that are of the same liking um, in terms of just being free thinkers, people who are just free with everything they do in terms of of work and creativity. I love being around creators, creative creative people are like the best people to be around because there's no right answer there's no right right way of accepting exactly yeah yeah and like so you can just be yourself around those people and be crazy be silly i'm that kind of person myself like i enjoy being silly around the people that i'm around and i want them to feel like they can be comfortable around me. Like there's never no, there's never like a super serious moment. And if there is, then you'll know it way beforehand. You know, like it, it never has to be like, you know, super stern. Like I don't get people that when they're in a, a certain setting and they're just super serious, they don't smile that much. You try to crack jokes around them. They don't really like yeah. respond to the jokes. I'm just like, dude, like loosen up a little bit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Life's too seriously because we're not here long. You might as well, you know, have fun. So. <laughs> yeah, totally. Sp- speaking of, how about we do our first foot marshal? Everybody smash the like button if you love this show. This is the Planet of Feet pod. Thank you.
<laughs> that was an excellent first foot this, this carpet this carpet sheds and it has like fuzzies everywhere <laughs> is it the cat fuzzies well no this actual carpet like if i run my feet on it sometimes it, i like that tattoo that you have on your foot what, what does it uh, say so it says your laughter is my light and I'm all messed up because this thing is backwards, so I can't get the angle right. <laughs> but yeah, it says your laughter is my light. Um, that's a song quote from a band that my sister and I grew up on. They were local to like where we grew up in Richmond, Virginia. They're a folk band um, called Carbon Leaf. And yeah, that's a lyric from one of their songs. And we got the same tattoo. So. That's awesome. Do you uh, still have a great relationship with your sister? Yeah, she's actually in Florida too, where I am now. So we're very close. I'm I'm scared for Florida. Like I always like think that there's gonna be like some crazy tsunami or something. I hope that doesn't happen. By the uh, way, hopefully. Hurricane, yeah. yeah, yeah, or a hurricane. Do you uh, remember? Yeah, I mean that's like the theory too. Is like people are thinking like one day it's gonna like change the borders because the water is going to come up so high <laughs> yeah but i mean i guess who who really knows i guess you could say that about like any coastal yeah. place in the u.s or anywhere in the world rather because yeah. they say that there's global warming and things like that but i mean you know what what do we know like all, all we can do is take the information that they tell us and just trust it and and think that it's accurate to some kind of uh, degree, but well, we still gotta question it because we can't really trust. <laughs> Are you somebody that questions everything that you hear? Kind of, yeah. Like I need to know for myself things, and I'll research stuff because I don't really sometimes believe everything. <laughs> and then when you research stuff, like tell me, like where would you go to research something? I guess like a few places but there's like a lot of people out there that I feel like do a lot of research and sometimes I'll like go to their pages because they like put their resources and stuff in there and I'll look but they're like the ones doing all the work you know but I just right. like, get their message and it like resonates with me so like I know you know I don't know it's hard to explain no, I know it makes sense like you trust the source of, like, and you trust their work yeah I mean, I don't know. I don't trust really like a lot of mainstream news media. Just saying, but we don't. Yeah, have as as you shouldn't. It's a shame that I honestly feel like I trust TikTok news more than I yeah, trust CNN like, these days. Like these people actually do the work and research like legit sources. So you know, I go to their like YouTube's and TikToks. <laughs> it's really a shame that you trust tiktok more than you trust the news these well, days but. You, like you can see like if you're just like an aware person that average people are the ones that are reporting the truth you know right no it, it really truly is and then it's the people that are in mainstream media that are pushing some kind of narrative and yeah, you're just yeah, like, exactly. like what are you trying to get at like with this narrative and that's what makes me not trust things like i used to be and yeah, I used to be in car sales. That was like my first job. I was taught how to sell 
a car, right? And you know, a lot of people, they give car salesmen a bad rap, right? Because they're always trying to sell something. And so I learned at a very young age, the art of selling. And I could tell when somebody's trying to sell me and I felt that way. I feel that way about the things they tell me in the news and everything. And I try not to, like, I try to take everything with a grain of salt, but like the way they're pushing the jab, for instance, and I'm not telling anybody whether to get it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not telling, I'm not telling anybody like whether I think it's right or not, or I'm not saying if I got it or not, but what I'm saying is that like the way they push it, it sounds a little salesy to me and it seems very salesy the way they're telling you, like you get this perk if you do this or, and now, and, and now they're like, you know, like just like straight up, like forcing it on people to where they're telling them like, you can't work at this job if you don't do it. So I don't know. It just seems fishy. And then like people on the other side, they're like using the argument, like, Oh, like you don't want to get it, but like when you were in high school, you would just put like anything in your body, you would snort up anything, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, they have to realize that their freedoms are being taken away because they're trying to force you to get it. Like, that doesn't make you think, you know? Right. I, I honestly, I don't get it. And then you got places like Oregon that are legalizing all drugs, right? So places like that, they're giving you uh, the freedoms uh, or what have you. And then, on another hand, you got people within the same state, like forcing you to get the jab or what have you. I don't know. It's just all over the place. And it seems really crazy. And something but, else. To but know, that being said, like, if you want to get it, get it. Like, I'm not totally. telling you not to. But yeah, that's just it's it's crazy. <laughs> no, it really is actually crazy. And I'm the same as you. Like, I don't judge nobody whatever decisions they make i've never been that way with anybody in any aspect of life i'm somebody who i welcome everybody with open arms whether you decided to have a foot fetish or if you decided to um raise a certain flag or whatever like i don't give a damn what people do with their life i know what i'm doing and i know that i'm open arms yeah, and i welcome people. not like having bad intentions or anything do, do what you want to do. <laughs> totally. As long as it's not harming children or hurting people or, you know, things of that sort, then you're not going to hear a thing from me. Um, something that came up actually recently yesterday. I don't know if you heard about the woman who said that she was gang raped in the metaverse. Have you heard about that story at all? What? Wait, what? <laughs> Right? No, I know, right? It's comical to think of, like, that idea, right? Yeah, a little bit. first of all, I can't even grasp the metaverse. Because, so. so here's the thing, like, I think that rape, like, that's a really crazy subject or word to say on the podcast, but it's not something to joke about at all. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something to joke about at all. It really does happen in real life and probably does happen in the metaverse, too. I talked about this with my co-host on my podcast uh, from last night, Cypher and Chronicles. Um, But, you know, when you think about it, like a lot of us, we don't really know what the metaverse is like or what that virtual reality world is like. But it's actually happening and people are doing things in the virtual world now. And so, like, when we think about it, we're like wait, hold on, like, that happened in the metaverse? Like, it's comical to us because we haven't, like, been there or seen what it was like. But then the way the lady described it, she described it as, like, she 
couldn't really tell what was happening because it felt like real life and the way they were coming at her, you know, it felt real the way they were like kind of pressuring her and coercing her to, you know, behave in a certain way. And they were saying things that were along the lines of like, you're going to enjoy this. And she's telling them no. And, you know, it's kind of crazy to like think of all that, but you know, the fact that it's happening in the metaverse, like it, it, it's wild and, and crazy. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't hear about that one. No, because I don't pay attention, like unless it's on TikTok or something. Well, that's the other thing too, is like, I don't like go seek out news because I'm going to get it from everywhere. That part. <laughs> That part. No, that that's real though, to be honest. I try not to seek out news either. Like it accidentally comes to me sometimes. And you know, I, I talk I'm about like it. a huge empath. So I have to be careful like what I consume. You know. So explain that because that's okay. very interesting. You know know the term empath? I know the term empath, but I wanna kind of know like so, the way you're using like, it. in terms of spirituality, um well, just in general, you have like highly sensitive people who are a little bit neurodivergent from the norm, um, and they their nervous systems literally can um, pick up like way more than the average person. That's just like how they're wired. Um, so empaths are people who like empathetic means that you can actually put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Mm -hmm. Empaths were just naturally born with, they do that automatically. Like they don't have to think about it. Like if somebody says they're hurt, like they, they feel it before that person says they're hurt or like if they're happy or whatever, like whatever emotion it is, they can sense, like it's kind of like having a sixth sense almost, but like, and it's like the psychic ability component of it. Um, I love that. And I'm glad that you just described that to me because like you said, I knew what like empathy is and things of that sort. And I've heard that word before and I wanted to hear how you described it because I actually, I think that I'm an empath 100% and I don't like certain news and I don't like to consume certain news because I feel like it takes too much of my energy. Mm -hmm. So like I totally absorb that energy. Like you're you're able to like um, be conscious of it so much without even trying to be. Like you're just naturally. But the reason why I mentioned highly sensitive people is because empaths are naturally highly sensitive people. But you can be a highly sensitive person without being an empath. Like you might not have that psychic ability part of it, but you're just your nervous system is really sensitive to stimulus, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. And the reason why, like, it's important to me, like, that you watch the kind of things that you consume as far as uh, news content and just anything that you read out there is because I, I do feel like our words and our feelings, the energies and frequencies that we consume and we receive, like they take a real impact on our like daily lives. And it really can like tell what is going to like happen with your life as well. Like if you take too much of that energy, like I talk about this all the time, I don't even say certain words. Like yeah. I don't say good morning. I say grand rising because oh, yeah. Thank you. See, you know, because words have a vibration. And Big time. our subconscious mind, like, associates morning with, like, death. 
Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and it's so real. And so like uh, another thing that people do a lot of is when they're talking about something that's funny or makes them laugh, they say, ha ha ha, I'm, and then they say the D word. Oh, I'm good, yeah. yeah. And like, and so they send that to whoever the receiver of the message is like that. They're trying to get them to laugh and they read that and they say, I'm, you get what I'm saying? And so like, you got to be careful of even like reading simple little things like that, because like yeah, the slang terms that comes out like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that just like made me realize because there's things I probably say that a lot and I wasn't even like realizing it because it's just something that is um, so popularized, mm-hmm. you know? One hundred percent. How about we get into a foot marshal right here? <laughs> Smash the like button, everybody. This is Plenty of Feet Pod, where we talk about much more than just feet and feet topics. However, I already know what's going on, man. You guys come for the feet, but you stay for the conversation. Remember, everybody, this is a podcast. I know y'all want to know certain things about her feet. I'm going to get to y'all questions, so stay patient. And by the way, this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all of those platforms. Y'all just got to trust the process, okay? If y'all want this kind of shit to be more normal, you got to work with people like me. I kind of want to dive into something because I just saw a comment and shout out to main man. He's a, a supporter of the podcast, but he says, try to keep feet topics throughout. And here's the reason why I don't keep it all feet topics throughout. Just in case, if anybody was wondering, it's because these guests that I have on the show have much more to offer than just the content that you all like to consume. And like, that's my biggest thing that I want to push out there is that there's so much like knowledge intellect and just great people like listen to the conversation that me and pogzilla are having right now like we're talking about like some deep shit that people should be able to learn from and have fun with and like i understand that you come for the feed you know most of the time but then you stay for the conversation and that's why these shows have a duration of people staying on for a long amount of time because this is a podcast. So that's something that I just want to make clear and put out there because Pogzilla, like, listen to what she's saying, dude. Like, she's spitting out here and I'm feeling it. And just like you were talking about, like, your energy you were having with Cleo, like, it's because there's something special about you and you're keeping it real and you like to keep it down to earth and uh, vibrational. And I appreciate that about you. Thank you. Um, and actually a lot of my fans do like that about me that I am really authentic and I, I show like a lot of my true personality online. Um, and I do like talk about like kind of important stuff like this, but I do keep it light a lot of the times, but I am, I try to show like the real me too. Like the other day I did a live and I was like eating on there and I was so hungry. And I was like, I don't care if I'm slurping this shit. <laughs> right. Cause I just, that's, I just, I'm, I'm me. And that's what I put out there. So. Man, I had some video tacos last night. Do you know what that is? <laughs> no. All right. So it's like, um, it's a beef, like a shredded beef and it's almost kind of like a barbacoa. And so oh, they barbacoa. put it in the, 
Yeah, and they put it in the tacos and they got like a whole bunch of queso cheese in there. And then you dip it inside of like this beef broth broth. And like it's it's so fire. <laughs> oh, it's so fire. And like on the West Coast, like I mean, you get so many um oh, great yeah for real though no but like seriously though florida you all got good food too like you got all the all the cuban food the puerto rican food like man that'd be fire yeah we do we have some cultural food here which is really good what Um, is your ethnicity and background uh well i'm mostly a european mutt um i have like (laughs) german english dutch um, but I, my grandfather is full Romanian, um, and so I'm a quarter Romanian, and I get, like, his looks are very strong, so I look, like, kind of different, because um, they're a little bit more darker featured. Mm. So, yeah. so the European genes, that must be where you get your height from. Yeah. Well, my, yeah, yeah, both sides of my family are tall. My dad was 6'4", or he is 6'4", and my mom is 6'1". So, my sister always says we didn't really have a choice. (laughs) So, like, when you're in the dating scene, I'm not sure what your preference is or or what have you, but do you, like, typically go for the taller type of guy or or girl or? Um, Well, yeah, I like both, but... um, (laughs) I have been mostly dating guys, and I I have dated, like, as short as, like, 5'5", five, five maybe, I think mm-hmm. he was, so, um, I mean, I don't really mind it so much, but it is my preference for them to be taller, like, I don't know, I don't like to really feel like a giant in real life. <laughs> I feel you, I feel you, yeah, so, so she is not a height supremacist, everybody, so, <laughs> I mean, that's actually like, something that happens mostly, a lot, though. What's that? That's something that happens a lot. There's a lot of height supremacy in the world. Yeah, like, but it's like it's not a deal breaker for me if he's shorter. Like I don't know. I I am pretty dominant, like for the most part. But there are times mm-hmm. when I do want someone to like dominate me. So. <laughs> right. Do you think that a shorter person couldn't dominate you? Yeah, they could. Like, but I I at least I don't know. Like it just feels better if they're like at least like five ten ish. I'm six foot, so. So with heels on, you're like a good six two. Yeah, I don't really wear heels too much, but. <laughs> yeah. Man, there's a lot of guys that love tall women, though. It's I like know, I know, and I do wear them sometimes. I don't know. I just. What's, what size um heel or shoes do you wear? Eleven. Eleven. Cleo, we have the same stats. <laughs> oh, is that right? Like, man, like you two are like a match made in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> Some people think we're sisters, like in, in our pictures. And I was like, we're well, really? sisters, so. <laughs> Soul sisters. Yeah. Pun intended. S O L E. Ha ha, everybody. <laughs> yeah, see, see, see. Yeah, I, I, I hit them with the puns sometimes. I don't know. It gets bad, though. Sometimes I come with, like, some terrible jokes on this show. So be careful. If you're ever, like, listening casually to one of the episodes, you might hear me hit you with a couple terrible joke bangers. No, no, I like puns, though. I think they're funny. <laughs> Do you go uh, to comedy shows at all? Um, I haven't lately, but I do like comedy shows. Yeah, that's a cool thing to do. Okay, you're at a comedy show. There's a, a comedian on stage, right? And you keep on seeing him looking at your feet. Oh, What's your next move? The actual comedian? 
<laughs> or anybody really. I'm just trying to put you in like a public scenario and seeing what your reaction to a uh, person who, you know, is letting you know he has a foot fetish without um, saying it. Has that, that ever happened like, to you? I would probably try to like move him around and like see what he's doing. <laughs> like, like, see if he like follows it like, like a cat looking yeah, at like a toy. <laughs> see if he gets uncomfortable or something. Because, like, how are you going to, like, call him out, like, at a show? You can't really do that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you on that. <laughs> I I go to... um. All right, so here in Vegas, right, like, all of the good restaurants and all of the things that there is to do, usually it's in the casino or in some kind of, like, big building that has multiple things. It's, I mean, there's, like, there's standalone restaurants and places out here, like, in the in the outer city limits or whatever. But most of the things that people really like to do, you got to go to a casino or whatever. So, anyways, I'm walking through the casino one day, and, you know, when you're, like, at the uh, the Las Vegas Strip, like, everybody is dressed up the women are in dresses they're in heels and i thought to myself like all right so i know i can appreciate some nice feet or whatever but i'm just like man like i wonder if the women are like kind of like paying attention to that at all or are they so like concerned with you know if the guy is looking at the the titties or if they're looking at the butt um that they don't even recognize if they're looking at the feet like do you do you think that like you recognize if people are looking at your feet because you're into this world so so deeply, or do you think that like the everyday woman like notices those things as well? Have you ever heard an everyday woman like describe that to you? Um. Yeah. Like most people, I feel like a lot of models I've heard like do notice people looking at their feet, um, and I feel like I notice it because I notice everything. So. <laughs> So, like, I don't know. And I'm tall, so, like, they're going to be looking down, like, probably far. (laughs) And by the way, everybody, if there's anybody that is a possible collaborator, if you're ever in Vegas, we can do some creative work. We can make it happen. I'm I'm thinking about getting into photography, too, because... Yeah, I mean, you'd probably be good at it. I think I would. um, What are they called? The graphic design, what are you, the thumbnail things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you probably yeah. can make some fire giant test edits too. <laughs> I might. I don't know. Like I do like to to do it. It it is fun. Like, what was your first reaction when you saw the thumbnail I made for this episode? I was like, that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you would like it. I, yeah. I, like I took the pictures. I had a feeling. See how psychic I am. I knew you were going to use that picture with the um. Not not the giant test one, but the other one. I was like, he's gonna use that one, and it showed up on there. I was like, oh wow. I was gonna actually use another picture, so I wish that I did, so that you uh, would have been more unexpected. Yeah, I'll catch you off guard next time. If we ever <laughs> if we ever do this again, I'm gonna catch you so off guard. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> You're gonna be like, no way, he did not use that picture. <laughs> So tell me about like the whole Pogzilla name because that's something that we haven't uh, covered oh, yeah. yet. So, well, um, actually, it came from a fan um, on Reddit because when I was doing more of my thick hippie stuff, I was mostly fo- mostly focused on my ass, as you can imagine. Um, so I had a picture on Reddit, like in a thong, 
and somebody commented and was like, because it was mostly like really close up on my ass, so they, they commented Pogzilla, and I had started the Giantess content at the time, and I was trying to um, think of a name that I could use if I wanted to rebrand, because I've been seeing like all my friends get deleted like over and over, you know, and like they say that, you know, people could be following you like trying to delete your accounts after, you know, one after the other. So if you change your name, it's better because they can't find you. So um, I was like, Pogzilla is perfect for Giantess. <laughs> so like yes. the light bulb went off and um, I was like, yeah, so Pog is Badass White Girl is the acronym, if you didn't know. That's crazy that you said that because that was going to be my next question. What is the acronym for? Yeah. <laughs> you just answered it. Are, you might actually be a psychic. You and Cleo are both psychics. Yeah, we're, we are. <laughs> That's freaking crazy. Did you know that I was going to ask you to be on the podcast? I kind of did have a feeling, but she, <laughs> she said that um, you wanted to do all the Giant Size Girls together. So then I was like, oh, that that might be how I'm getting on there. But I didn't want to ask you because I always like people to come to me. Like, I don't like to be that person. You know, like, that's something that I find interesting because there's, you know, a lot of people that I would love to have on a podcast. Um, Oftentimes I do get a little busy to where, like, it might slip my mind and I'll tell myself, like, oh, like, next time I see this person on my page or if I'm scrolling through my followers or, you know, the people I'm following or whatever, I'll reach out to them. But, you know, like, I get busy doing like the clips like I I do so much with this podcast like there's so much more to it than I think some people might imagine like all the graphics like doing the actual streams the clips like that shit is time consuming for real that shit really is like so like here's my message to any potential guests out there like reach out to me like let me know if you would like to be on a podcast because you know, you know i mean it's not that i'm like afraid to ask i just like things to like flow how they're supposed to i guess and like i probably would have asked you eventually but i just was like i don't know kind of seeing if it would happen i guess i don't know yeah right you're shy oh <laughs> pogzilla is shy oh shit <laughs> okay maybe a little bit but i'm not afraid to like ask if i really want something like yeah I'll do it. but yeah right all right, so tell me your favorite part about being into the whole FFC giantess world. Go. Favorite part is definitely like the relationships uh, with the other content creators. Like the people you meet are just like, I don't know, you feel like they're your best friends because y'all are like into the same stuff and like just really open minded and, you know, just all like trying to support each other. Um, you know, and like surrounding yourself with people that want to grow and like have the same like kind of aspirations and goals as you is just so empowering. So, all right, that's that was an awesome answer right there. Yeah. <laughs> is there anybody that you would love to work with that you have not worked with? Nike MD. Um, oh, Nike MD. Yeah, <laughs> that's like he's a dope. Cool yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah, everybody knows. Yeah. That. I, I do know Nike MD, man. Shout out Nike MD. He actually, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this yet, but he's actually going to be sponsoring the next four episodes. Oh, well, all right. that's so cool. Yeah, and hopefully more. So, yeah, shout out Nike MD. Yeah, he yeah, is. Like, I don't know. I just, very talented. I, I love 
look up to him so much. His work is just like so amazing and incredible, and like he's on his own level. Um, but oh, yeah. I, yeah, it's just so I would definitely love to work with him. Someday. I I actually subscribed to his uh, Patreon uh, recently. Yeah, and the work, incredible work, and yeah, I I, I think that that's something that needs to happen for sure. Yeah, he's Maybe I. I need I need to support him actually like uh, I just had so much going on myself but I want to commission a couple pieces from him too so but yeah, we talk- talked about like doing a photo shoot one day too. When you say like commission, um, what 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 does that mean? Because I'm I'm trying to learn how to like network more as well. His um his giant test pieces that he does where he takes like our pictures and makes a like fantasy world with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's just amazing at what he does. So. Yeah, no, he he truly is. And when I saw the work, because I I you know I had never seen it before. I was like, damn, this dude is really good at this uh, at this artwork. Like, I mean, it, yeah. you know, there's some true talent right there. And even with his photography, like, just the way that he captures people, like, it's just breathtaking. And it's, like, so, like, moving as an art form. Like, it's just, I can't even, like, I don't have the words to describe how amazing his stuff is. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, I'm I'm truly excited to be working with Nike MD in um the the forthgoing episode so everybody look out for that because he's actually going to be dropping some exclusive content on this channel and during some of the episodes so people will be able to yeah that was the plug he was supposed to come up (laughs) yep yep absolutely well is there anything that you would like to tell your fans today pogzilla just thank you so much for the support. Um, thank you so much for respecting me as a creator. Um, and I just, I look forward to bringing you so much more amazing content. Like I have so many more things to do. I've got a couple, you know, upcoming uh, collaborations. Jack Respect is coming uh, next weekend. Um, and we may be seeing another model in the Giant Test community and foot community. Um, and then I'm going to LA in March, and so that's going to be a really big collab. And so, lots more to come. Stay tuned. Well, I'm super excited. I will um, definitely support your journey and everything that you're doing because it's truly amazing. You're talented, and I love it, man. It, it, it's going great, and I can see that it's going to just have longevity, and everything's just going to flow together, mesh together, and this whole world is just going to keep on becoming more and more what you believe that it should be so thank you so much for being a part of this podcast and um hopefully we could do it again in the future as well yeah um we're definitely planning on it with getting the girls together so we'll have a a multi uh model show (laughs) let's do it man and and if anybody any of you all come out here to vegas we can really you know, make some magic happen. I definitely want to go to Vegas someday. That's definitely on top of my list. So, well, let's make it happen. Um, yeah. Well, how about we end the episode with a footmercial and uh, get out of here? And yeah. afterwards, don't go nowhere. I want to holler at you and um, footmercial it up real quick. Everybody, smack that like button if you love this show and if you love Pogzilla. I'm about to go smash that like button.
And remember, everybody, you can enjoy the audio and just think about the foot marshals while listening to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then when you get home, you can watch the YouTube. Ding, ding, ding. All right, everybody. Don't forget, follow Popzilla on all of her socials. Follow the at Plenty of Pot on Twitter, IG, TikTok, all that good stuff. And we're out of here. Thank you, Popzilla, once again. Thank you.